the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. What a good God we serve. Yes, he wants us all to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live from the KKHT studios. It's my pleasure to be with you live here every Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday that I can be here anyway at 530. You know, this show is about, it's about freedom. Um, You know, it's about addiction, but, uh, you know, if you're out there, I want to tell you that addiction affects all of us, whether or not we actually have an addiction that we're under bondage to because of how it affects our society and how it affects the world. You know, we're hopefully at the end of a pandemic from COVID-19, but we've been in a pandemic with addiction for centuries, literally, and it's gotten a lot worse, you know, with all the stress in the world right now with what's going on with, oh my gosh, a war, the horrible tragedy that, that happened in Uvalde yesterday, the tragedy in Buffalo and the problems with the economy that we're having. And of course, COVID-19, just the disruptions in society. Um, You know, overdoses set an all-time record last year. People retreat into drugs and alcohol. People retreat into things that temporarily medicate them that um, they believe make them feel better. But the truth of the matter is they just put them in bondage. And, you know, we can be in bondage from, other things besides just uh, addictive stuff. We can be in bondage to jealousy, to anger, to depression, to anxiety. I know a lot of people that are in bondage to anxiety. So really this program, when we talk about recovery, there is an antidote. There is a vaccine to the bondage of addiction and the bondage that this world puts us in, whether it's depression, anxiety, anger, whatever it might be that uh, keeps us from really fulfilling our destiny and and really serving the kingdom of God as we're supposed to. And that antidote, that vaccine, his name is Jesus Christ. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. John eight thirty six, whom the Son sets free, you shall be free indeed. And that's something that I've lived in my life and, and the reason I have this radio show and the reason I got into the ministry is because I want to shout that from the mountaintops. I want everyone to know that they don't have to be in bondage, that they don't have to let all the trials and tribulations of this world keep them in captivity, 
that there there there's a way to get out of it and and that's by having a, a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So really this show is uh, you know some people may turn it off cuz oh recovery I'm not I'm not an addict but it's really for everybody because addictions all around us we all know people in our families in our workplace people that we grew up with people that we care about that are under the bondage of addiction or that we're concerned about that they're headed down that road and uh, we all know people that not just uh, addictive substances that are under bondage from other things. I mean, I know people that won't even go out of their house because they're so anxious and, and depressed and, and, you know, the enemy's got them in bondage. And so let's, let's pray. Father God, we just come to you today. You're, you're such a good God. And when we focus on our relationship with you, God, everything changes. And I just uh, hope that the words that are spoken here today, uh, that they're yours and not mine, and that they help people out there as we deal with all these horrible situations in the world. Father, we lift up Ukraine and the Ukrainian people, uh, everything they're going through, really the people of all of Europe. Father, we ask for protection for them, your people, the people that uh, have a relationship with you, and all the people that, that you would like to bring into the kingdom of God. Father, we pray for the families in, in Uvalde and, and for the family of the young man who, who committed this atrocity. Um, we, we lift them up right now in prayer, Father God, and comfort them. Your word says that you're with the brokenhearted and those that are crushed in spirit. And Father, that's a, a horrible, difficult thing. We just lift them up in prayer. Father, we pray for our nation. Uh, we have a program right before this that talks about the affairs of our nation. And Father, we, we, we pray against the division, the enemy. And Jesus said, a house divided cannot stand. And we pray against the division that exists in our country, wherever it comes from right now. Father, teach us to be civil and to engage in discourse in, in a way that is productive and teach us primarily to look to you for guidance and for the Holy Spirit for guidance and encouragement. We pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So this program, as it starts out, is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. I'm the senior pastor there. I want to invite you to attend our services. We're a little different. We're a church plant, so we decided we started in the middle of a of a pandemic. Uh, we started actually in March of 2020, right when COVID hit. Um, and so we decided to do things a little differently. We meet at night. We meet on Sunday evenings. It's a great way to end your weekend and get focused on your relationship with Jesus so that you can navigate all the chaos and trans and, and tribulations that are out there in the world and and get your mind set on the most important relationship in your life, your relationship with Jesus. And we, we have a really good time. Uh, we're very enthusiastic. We start, of course, with praise and worship, and we're a Bible-based, Spirit-filled church. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We believe that with all our hearts, and, and uh, we usually have a, a uh, message that is encouraging, but also one that's—we uh, preach the whole gospel of truth. But Jesus preached a gospel of love and peace and hope. And um, we're going to talk today about freedom, you know, because addiction basically is, let's look, let's look at, at John chapter 8, verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will make, be made free? And Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. 
And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Uh, that The Bible is truth, and that statement is truth. And I find that the people who are trying to recover something, whether it's alcohol, drug addiction, pornography addiction, sex addiction, gambling addiction, or, or get over depression, anxiety, when they really surrender their lives, truly surrender their lives to Jesus Christ, get involved in a church, get involved in fellowship with people that have dealt with the same problem because we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And, uh, you know, stay active and, and begin turning that corner, which is helping other people. Then they have such a much greater chance of staying sober. You know, and that's another reason you might want to listen to this program is because doesn't that mirror our Christian walk? Aren't we as Christians, whether or not we've ever had an addictive problem or not, aren't we supposed to surrender our lives to Jesus Christ? Aren't we, as Jesus just said, abide in his commands, abide in his word? Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Aren't we supposed to make him the most important relationship in our life? And aren't we supposed to help others? Didn't Jesus say that uh, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to be a servant to all, even to the point of of giving up his ransom, making his life, ransoming his life. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus came, he delivered, he, he healed, he saved, he helped people. And we're to, we are to imitate Christ. That's what we're called to do. And we're called to, to, to make disciples of all nations, teaching people to obey his commands and having them baptized in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. That's what we're called to do. We're going Mark, Chapter 16, we're called to preach the gospel to all creation. So freedom, you know, following Jesus' commands, when I was in the world, before I came to Christ and before I had this transformation, which I didn't do, which he did for me, um, this transformation, I, I, I thought adhering to his rules was not freedom. I thought I wanted the freedom to go out and satisfy my flesh. I wanted the freedom to go out and do whatever I wanted to do because addiction is at its root. It's about selfishness. And I wanted to have that freedom. And, and so is, so is jealousy. So is envy. So is pride. All these things are rooted in selfishness, but Jesus came to show us that we should be selfless not selfish. So all these things, I, I thought that was freedom. But Paul writes, as Jesus just said in chapter 8, John chapter 8, he, he writes, don't you realize you're a slave to whatever you obey? And when we go down that road of self-fulfilling, of self-gratification, of pleasing ourselves, well, that's what the enemy wants us to do. And he keeps whispering to us, it's okay. Everybody's doing it. Go ahead. Everybody gets drinks on Friday night. Everybody's experimenting with these drugs. Everybody watches pornography. That's what the enemy wants. He, he wants to get us in bondage. And we get to a point, those of us who have addictive tendencies, whatever part of our brain, uh, apparently it's genetic, we've inherited, where we're prone to, you know, the enemy comes at us where we're weak and where we're prone to addiction. He gets us to the point where we just keep going down that road, keep going down that road until he's got us in bondage. And then, then we come to believe that we can't live without it, that we don't want to live without it. 
that we have to have it. Don't you realize that you're a slave to whatever you obey? And so we become a slave of sin. And people people ask, you know, why don't why don't addicts just quit? Just quit. You realize it's so bad. We all realize that it it leads to death. The wages Paul writes in Romans, the wages of sin are death. Well, you realize that. Why don't you just quit? Well, it's not so easy. You're under bondage. And there's only really one way out. And that begins with it it's a lot of hard work. You know, one saying in recovery is that without God, I can't, but without me, God won't. It's a partnership. Isn't our relation, isn't the Christian relationship, aren't we supposed to spend time reading his word, getting to know who he is, getting his character, trying to understand what he, what he wants for us, what our purpose in life is, which is, is to work in the kingdom of God. Ultimately, that's our purpose. It's not to, you know, we all get all hung up in our jobs and our families, and those things are important. I'm not saying they're not, but our number one purpose is, is to make disciples of all nations and and to preach the gospel of love and peace and hope to all creation. That's that's our number one purpose. You know, this is this life is a whisper, and we're going to live eterni- in eternity, and, and we're going to get up to heaven and, and because we're saved and because we've accepted Jesus Christ and is our Lord and Savior, we believe that he is the Son of God and that he came to die for our sins and was resurrected on the third day. We believe all those things. Our salvation is assured. But we're going to get up there and we're going to, and we're going to look around and we're going to say, what did we do to serve the kingdom of God? And that's the same thing in recovery. Once you've surrendered, you've gone through those 12 steps, you've realize that you're a slave to whatever you obey and without Christ in your life you're powerless over whatever holds you in bondage and you come to believe that Jesus Christ can restore you to sanity and you turn your life you made a decision to turn our lives and our will over to the care of God and you take a searching moral inventory look at yourself Lamentations 340, let's examine our ways and test them. Let us return to the Lord. You admit your all the nature of your wrongs to God and to another Christian believer. You humbly ask God to remove those. You're ready, and then you humbly ask God to remove. See, these 12 steps that we talk about in the recovery process, they're just biblical. That's why they have power. <laughs> if they were just man-made words on a sheet of paper, they wouldn't have any power. But they're biblical. We make amends to whomever we've harmed we continue to take personal inventory and when we're wrong we admit it we seek through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with god praying for knowledge of his will in our lives and the power to carry it out i'm reading the more traditional 12 steps you know on this program if you listen sometimes i go through the traditional ones and sometimes i go through as we've rewritten the christian ones but i'm trying to tell you even the traditional ones are rooted in our bible <laughs> In in the Bible, the the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we carry this message to others, practice these principles in all our affairs. We practice these biblical principles, as I said earlier, as Jesus said, "If you love me, you will obey my commands." So I talked a minute ago about how I used to think freedom was being able to do whatever I wanted to do. But that's, it's the inverse. It's, that's what the enemy wants you to think. That's what gets you in bondage. That's what holds you enslaved. Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits a sin is a sin of slave. 
And as we begin to get more and more into it and the self-gratification, the selfishness, we become in bondage. We're not free. We're free when he sets us free. We're free when we turn our lives over. And to get there, we need to realize who he is. He's a loving God who wants to forgive us and wants us to obey his commands so that we will have the abundant life that he has promised us. Not so that it's it's the reverse of what our human nature, our flesh thinks of it. When we walk in the spirit, when we turn that corner, when we turn our lives over to him, when we get free of that bondage, then we're truly free. There was a time in my life when I wasn't free to always be around the people that I love and enjoy them. I was thinking about other things and the enemy was enticing me to do other things. Now I'm free at the end of this program to get in my car and drive to my beautiful wife and uh, my niece, Lily, who we're raising. I'm free. I'm going to go this weekend to probably at some point to see my extended family in Austin. I'm free to go spend time with them to, to really appreciate who they are and, and, and to be with them. And I'm free to do those things. I'm free to go to work and not have a hangover. Praise God. (laughs) I'll never have a hangover again. What a wonderful thing. That is freedom. That's freedom. I'm free to worship God and to spend time with him and to read his word and, and to pray and to spend time with him. I'm free to do the things that really count. That's freedom. We have a, in our ministry, Break Every Chain, we have something called the 15 Freedom Truths. This is who God sees us who we are, not who the enemy who wants to have us in bondage. I am a new creature predestined for greatness. Second Corinthians five seventeen. I am a child of God fully accepted by the father. John one 12. I am loved by God, regardless of how I perform. Romans five, eight. I am forgiven and will not be tormented by my past errors. First John one, nine. I'm an overcomer and my faith is changing my circumstances. First John five, four. I am a giver and God is causing people to help me prosper. Second Corinthians nine, eight. I have authority over the devil and no demon power can hurt me. Luke ten seventeen eighteen. Abundance is God's will for me, and I will not settle for less, John 10.10. As contrasted with the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy in John 10.10. I am healed, and sickness will not lord over my body, 1 Peter 2.24. God is on my side, I will not fear, Psalm 118.6. The Holy Spirit is my helper, I'm never alone, and I have peace of God. I have the peace of God, Philippians 4.7. I am blessed, and it is a matter of time before things change. What I see now is only temporary, Ephesians 1.3 and 2 Corinthians 4.17. I have the wisdom of God, I hear the Father's voice, my steps are ordered by God, and the voice of a stranger I will not follow, 1 Corinthians 1.30. I am set in the body of Christ, and I know that I am valuable and important to the work of God, 1 Corinthians twelve twenty through 25 and Ephesians four eleven through 12. I choose not to be offended and I'm being delivered out of all afflictions and persecutions. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Now, is this just, I have seen people, by the way, delivered on the spot. God can do that. God's in the miracle business. God can do it today. So if you're out there or you know someone that's out there and you want to be delivered, you want to be set free, then there's someone there who can give you the key to that freedom, and his name is Jesus Christ. Now, for most of us, it takes some work. It takes setting aside some time and going to a place where you can get your mind right, get peace, 
and begin to contemplate the rest of your life and who you are in Christ. And that can be done at places for, for absolutely for free. Like I'm headed after this message, I'm headed over to the Open Door Mission where it's a faith-based facility where those men spend months, you know, just and God transforms lives through that place. The number one principle over there is that Jesus saves. And you need that time. And then you have to change people, places, and things. And you have to do some work. But it's out there for you. And it's out there for anyone you know that is under the bondage of addiction. I'd like to help anybody that, that wants to have that freedom, the freedom of a relationship with Jesus Christ, the freedom away from whatever bondage the enemy has you in right now. You can email me at Pastor John. It's Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. Don't forget to leave the H off. Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. Somebody emailed me last week. I'm going to call him on the way over to the Open Door Mission. I sent him a reply email. I will get back to you. might not be immediate. I've got a lot of fires and oars. What's that saying? Uh, a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, but I will get back to you. And uh, people have responded as far away as Florida, but... You know, most people don't make it because they truly don't surrender their lives to Jesus Christ. We've talked about relapse statistics before. They're incredibly high. For some substances, they're 90%. But if you go through a faith-based recovery program and give yourself enough time away, and if you truly surrender your life to Jesus, and if you stay connected to Christ afterwards, then you're going to make it because we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Listen, I'd love to invite you. I'd love to meet you, whether you're in recovery or not. I'd love to meet you at, at uh, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We've got a wonderful, diverse, we're small. Let, let me be clear about that. We're small, but slowly growing. Um, we meet at 6 p.m. at 240 West 18th Street in the heart of the Heights, 77008. We've got people that have been living for the Lord. We, my, one of the elders in the church, John Hammond, has been going into prisons for 40 years been walking with the Lord that entire time, uh, other elders, other people that have been doing that. And then we've got people that are that are three days sober because we believe in not only being hearers of the word but doers of the word. And we believe that, that we're there to disciple people. And so we've got people of all ranges. And if you whatever, wherever you find yourself right now, we're going to love on you and encourage you. And I really want to invite you this Sunday at, at 6 p.m., New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street. We lease space from a, another church, the Presbyterian Church there, but it's our church on Sunday evenings. That confuses some people sometimes. You'll see our signs out, though. I'd love to meet you, and I'd love to come in. And more importantly than that, I'd love to encourage you to get involved in a Bible-based church. You know, I've been meaning to say this for a while. There's a pastor that has a program right after this, Pastor John Redmond, and he's a wonderful man of God. I've had the honor or privilege of going to his church a couple of times and meeting him and just a wonderful man. And you'll enjoy his message. If you stay, stay tuned. You know, there are wonderful churches, Bible based churches all over the city. We're so blessed to live in the United States of America where we're free to worship God any way that we choose. And, uh, so get involved in a Bible based church. You know, that's the first step. I think these 12 steps are powerful. I think they're helpful. I think they're biblically based and I think that's where their power is. And I think for most of us, recovery takes a lot of work, but the most important thing is to get a relationship with Jesus Christ. One more quick story. When I was in rehab a decade ago, 
we were told to take put, put five things on a piece of paper, and we would have to give them up one at a time and see what we were left with. And people wrote things down. Everybody was at different stages, but their car or their house or their wife or and all these things, and we all failed because the one thing we were supposed to be left with, the last thing, was sobriety. Because if we had sobriety, we could get all those other things. I think that's really not correct. I think that should have been the second thing. The one thing that we should have never given up is our relationship with Jesus Christ. Because if we have that relationship, we serve a God of restoration, and he can restore everything in your life. He restored my life. He restored my marriage. He restored my career. He restored all the things that were important to me. And most importantly, he restored my freedom. And that's what we've been talking about today. Freedom through a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want it for everybody, but more importantly, God wants it for everybody. He wants no man to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Anyway, I, I it's an honor to be with you every Wednesday. Again, I want to invite you to New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m., We love you at New Covenant Church Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.